passengers, may I have your attention, please? Take your seats and secure your seatbelt. The ride you're about to take will be unlike anything you've ever experienced before. They are the mics on mics, and this is Drive-By. Welcome, I am Mike J. He is Mike F. Free. Mike's on Mike. This is Rabbi Wrestling. Mike, we are going to jump kind of into the same topics we talked about last week. Uh, post War Games this time, and a little bit more on MJF. I know you want to talk a little bit about Bucks and Hangman, which I told you. I'm going to go back and check it out. I'm going to pretend like I did. But really, Mike didn't have time. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It is but, what it is. I, I haven't even watched Willow yet, so. So, Willow was never a big thing for me. I fucking loved Willow. Fucking loved it. That's awesome, and I hope the show is... Is it a show or a special presentation? It's a show. It's a yeah. show. Okay. okay. I hope that you enjoy it. I'm, I might... I'll have to watch the movie and decide if I want to dip into the show, if that makes sense, because... I feel like your oldest son would really like this movie. Probably. Probably. He's, uh... He's in the... Like, Harry Potter and... You know all the all the same shit that you and I are into. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm sure he would, and I'm sure that I would probably like it. It's just one of those movies that, as a kid, was not a huge deal to me, and I don't know if it's because it's one of those that I just didn't see until it was like after Bro, the fact. Someone randomly got me this on VHS when I was like six years old. I'd never seen this fucking movie. I don't know who got it for me. Couldn't tell you. God bless them, whoever it was. <laughs> but someone randomly got me this movie on VHS. And it was like, I fell in love. I probably watched this, that VHS tape, I don't know, man, 50 fucking times. Like, conservatively speaking. Like, fuck, man. I loved it. Me and my dude Nick. It makes me wish my dude Nick didn't live in Los Angeles so we could watch this shit together. Like, that's how much I fucking love Willow. Anyway, we're not a fucking Willow podcast, goddammit. Not yet. But let's talk about this War Games thing, man. I have a feeling you really fucking loved it. I, in, I mean, the show overall, I enjoyed. just no. I only watched the final match. Okay? okay, that's all we need to like. You could talk about the show or whatever, uh, if you well, want or feel I, the need to. I will point out that Finn and AJ had a fantastic match. That's what I heard. Um, it's not that I was, you know, not watching it. You know, like it, like I'm doing a WWE hate thing. Nah, man, I'm I'm into it. But it's just you know, there's a lot of shit going on now. Oh, it's Christmas it's season. It's fucking. Uh, Buckeyes were playing that day. Oh, God. Um, uh, we don't want to talk about that. No, we don't. Um, good win for Michigan, man. Hey, we're not fans like that, though. I'll give you guys props. That was a hell of a fucking win. You came out made a fucking – proved a point. Proved mm. a fucking point. A few points. Uh, 
a few points, a few <laughs> fucking points about yourselves and about the Ohio State Buckeyes. Hmm. So um, fucking good for you guys. Good for you, man. Like hats off. Go fuck yourselves. Uh, thank you. Fuck you. Goodbye. Uh, so uh, the match itself, I'm going to guess that you really, really liked it a lot. I enjoyed it uh, thoroughly, both men's and women's. Um, but for me, the story through the match and particularly the end of the match with Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, the bloodline. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, no, man. I think the storytelling in it, masterfully. I completely yep. agree with you, man. This was an expertly told story throughout this match. And it was also, I want to stress this, a really fun match before I say what I'm about to say. Right? This was a really fun match that told a great story. This was the worst war games ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. Okay, enlighten me. I think I I think I know where you're gonna go, but go ahead. Ever. Ever. You'll have a war games and not a drop of blood. You touched on this before last week. Not a fucking drop of blood. And again, I want to tell you that if this was the first time I'd ever seen a War Games match, I'd have been like, this is cool as fuck. Holy shit. What a fucking cool fucking match that was. But this is not the first War Games match I've ever seen, my man. Uh... What the fuck was this shit, dude? Come on. Come on, man. Like, this is fucking war games, bro. What are we doing out here with this shit, man? Like, no. No. I'm sorry. Like, as good as this was, no. Like, no. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's war games, and it's no blood. Come on. The point of war games is to be a bloody fucking battle inside a giant cage. Man, like people should be bleeding before war games even technically starts. Come on. I, I hear you. Uh well, I'm not I'm not against use of blood in pro wrestling. I'm I swear to God it's like when they were like, Hey man, you fucking like those R-rated Freddy and Jason movies? And we were like, fuck yeah, we do, and they're like, How you gonna like a how would you like to see them against each other? And we we're like, hell yeah. And they're like, but it's going to be PG-13. I still liked it. <laughs> I did too, man. But like, you know, come on. You can't PG-13 us. You can't PG-13 us. You alien versus predator toot us. Mm. Mm. Terrible movie. Because um, stand by alien versus predator isn't awful. It's not great. But it isn't awful. Alien Predator they kill a kid right at the beginning of that shit. So I'll give them props for that. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I felt like as a metal fan, I was listening to Disturbed or Five Finger Death Punch. See, I it, I drank diet soda. I got my dick sucked for twelve minutes, but didn't come. Oh, see now that's. That's not even fair. That's not fair. I came a little bit, but it wasn't from her mouth. She used her hand at the end. Uh, um, listen, I understand what you're saying. 
and I was just about to say, I'm not, I'm not anti-blood in pro wrestling. I'm use it sparingly and with meeting, you know, like it, we were getting to the point where it seemed like Mox was leading before the bell rung. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Like, and it, that's the joke too. And like Mox does it same as Cody was doing there for a while. Yes. Like, yes. like almost, almost needlessly on, yes. on like a, on a, on a Wednesday. Right. <laughs> right. Like, and don't um, me wrong. And, and I'm saying even like as a death match fan, cause you know, you know, we need the blood. Like, um, even as like a deathmatch fan, when I watch WWE and AEW, I don't need blood. You know what I mean? Right. I would, you know, we've discussed it on this show. I prefer if there was only used in meaningful spots. Right. But let me, just like you said, but like, what more meaningful spot is there well, than motherfucking war games? And, and that was going to be where I was going to go. Like, it, the lack of it doesn't take, for me, does not take away from the match. That said, as much as I enjoyed it, had it, and it could have just been KO, right? Right, right, man, like, you didn't have to bloody up the tribal chief. We get it. Roman ain't trying to blade. That's cool, man. But you know, Sam, Sammy, KO, they got no problem. You know, goddamn well, Pete Dunn will go out there and fucking blade. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Mm-hmm. You know the other Ridge Holland? That dude's trying to make a name for himself in WWE. He'll fucking blade. Come on, one of them Usos will. Solo looks like a motherfucker that's like, cut me up right now, Chief. Uh, <laughs> so, Let like, me, uh... you know, man, like, come on. Like, no, dude, I... and I get it. Like, I get it. I get it, right? But, like. Here's the thing. Uh, we've had. Y'all what? just like, we're like, you like Jaws? And we were like, fuck yeah. And they were like, you like Jaws 4? And we were like, not really. And they're like, nah, man, here, watch Jaws 4. Which it <laughs> okay, has its own merit. Again, I'm sorry. Not a fair again, again, I think that movie like is kind of decent. So, um, No, it's, I was just going to say, this is what, our third or fourth? Or fourth or fifth, I don't know. However many times, I don't know how many times they did war games in NXT. I don't remember. But I'm almost like certain there's been you know, not blade, but blood in every WWE war games until this weekend on the main roster. I don't yeah. know what that says. Does it say they're more seasoned? And that's why the Accidental blood didn't come. I don't know. I think that's silly to even make that assumption. Uh, but yeah, I mean, hey, it didn't take away from me. I understand your viewpoint, but I also will say, while it didn't take away from me, it really could have added more to something that I already think, my opinion, was pretty phenomenal. Um, so and, there is that. Again, again, it was a really fun match. And it told a really good story, like a really right. good fucking story, man. Like really right. good story, like so good that in fact I rewound on the last like three minutes and watched it like four or five times. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of have uh, to. Literally, like my wife went to bed and I stayed up and watched the end of that match and then like rewound it and watched it four or five times, like while she <laughs> laid in bed unfulfilled. Um, <laughs> oh, that's that's a shame. No, I'm playing. Uh, we had sex on the couch earlier. Um. <laughs> 
it's where we have most of our sex at, to be honest. It's like one of the weird things about not having kids is that you just like, hey, like we're in the middle of the show. You just want to do this right now? Yeah, cool. Hit pause, knock it out on the couch. Like I would say like the ratio <laughs> that we have sex bed to couch is probably 20% bed, 80% couch. So in other words, hold on, hold on, hold on, 20% bed, 79% couch, 1% kind of just wherever we're at. (laughs) Like a few weeks ago, we had sex on the stairs. Like she was just like kind of standing on the stairs and I was like, she looks good right now. I'm going to have sex with her on the stairs. Uh... (laughs) Like, I, what? Yeah. It was, was it comfortable? No, huh? But, like, you know, you make it fast. Yeah. It, and it's it, hardwood, so it makes cleanup, like, you know, semen drippage <laughs> easier. Uh, Is this wax on the floor? Uh, Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no, nah, we clean up after ourselves. We're not gross. Come on. Get the fuck over that shit. That's uh, a spot. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, my wife's very good at the semen <laughs> cleanup because let's be real she does the semen cleanup because is my problem is getting it out of my body <laughs> once it's left <laughs> my body it becomes her problem um no longer my issue yeah like i've done my part of the equation with the cum like my part my problem is getting it out of my body after that it's your problem right so um you know and that's kind of how i've always viewed it uh i i i realized that for the for the podcast uh the tag for this this is why no one listens to our show for what we're going to talk about topic wise as i always post on the link post the first one's just gonna say body fluids because that's pretty much what we're talking about yeah, body fluids. I do talk about <laughs> cum a lot, man. I, I really do get off on some random cum tangents on here. Yeah, uh, yeah. This again, this is why no one listens to our show. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Well, uh, something I'll just I'll just throw it out there. I'm gonna uh, do when I do my little blurb on Facebook. I'm gonna be like, at a certain point in this, I talk about cum for five minutes. Listen to the whole show to find out when. Let me throw this out there, Mike. Uh, you know, we're all we're all on the Sammy Zane train right now uh, with the story. And, you know, we're kind of like we built this whole thing with Jey Uso and. Swear to and, God, I forgot to say we built this city on rock and roll. <laughs> Is is Jey Uso? Jey Uso is going to be one lead to charge turn on Sami Zayn. Blah 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 blah. Uh, what if, dude? What when if, he hugged him, did you not like? Were you? Did you smile? No, of course, of course. But um, what like? I clapped a bit. I've seen some theories out there questioning the way Solo has looked lately, and. A lot of memes of the fun, the fun, uh, I did it for the rock, <laughs> uh, with him turning on Roman, actually, uh, he was said to be storyline wise sent by elders, which 
would be The Rock. I'm just throwing it out there, Mike. I know it's 99, 98% impossible to happen, but I'm just throwing it out there. I'm going to choose to not speak about this until later in the show when we do our predictions. Well, that's uh, a later show. Um, oh, that's next week? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm just going to get one of my predictions out of the way now, then. <laughs> the Rock ain't fucking coming back. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it, everybody. Stop. I just saw a whole fucking report from John Canton today, too. And I love John Canton. He's maybe my favorite pro wrestling, like, news. He's good. Talking head guy, man, because yep. he's so yep. fucking level headed. Yep. And like, he's like us, man. Like, he, he doesn't, he looks at things like rationally. Mm-hmm. He's not biased. He just loves wrestling, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had like a whole big thing on like The Rock today. And I was just like, man, fuck, it's not happening, guys. It's not. <laughs> New Age Insiders are the only ones, the only ones. Yeah, no, and they kind of fell off the face of the earth again too. Yeah, I think holidays they'll be back. Um, has been since October. Yeah, let's fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, no, I and they're the ones that kind of turned me around and were like, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's possible, but you never say never. I listened to a podcast about it and was just like, thank you guys, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm with you, but. Never say never in pro wrestling. Mike, take a break. Let's come back. Talk about all the stuff surrounding MJF this week. Uh, Also, other possible rumors tied to him or someone involved with him storyline-wise. And we can talk about Mox and Hangman. Hang tight. We will be right back. You've found Drive-By, the show that is just like Monday Night Raw. Too long, too painful to endure at times, but more often than not, <laughs> has some good stuff too. Now, back to the Mics on Mics. Mike, I'm going to let you take the lead as I completely dropped the fucking ball. On uh, going back and watching what you said I should watch, which was Mox and Hangman. So uh, enlighten us, please. I don't want to talk about it too much. I just so Mox starts the AEW starts. I'm not with Mox coming out doing a Mox rant, being like, "There's no one in the back that has the balls." Blah blah blah. And fucking Hangman's music drops right. And he comes out, and these two motherfuckers like is like no time is wasted. Like Hangman don't even talk. Like. He just starts throwing fists, man. Like, Mox starts to say something, and Hangman just starts throwing fucking fists. And it is a fucking brawl. Brawl. And you're kind of like, what the fuck? Uh, So, the announcers even make a point to kind of reiterate, well, man, Mox said no one had the balls to come out here. Uh, So, uh, I just... um, Wanted to touch a little bit on the dynamic of it. Um, face versus face. Mm-hmm. You don't see this very often. Mm-hmm. You think it doesn't work. Now, could there be a heel turn? 
for someone within all this. How they've been teasing a hangman heel turn for quite some time. Yeah, man. But right now, right now the dynamic is face versus face. Right. And I think that is terribly interesting because I think these two guys can make it work. Well, here's the thing. Mox, for all... I've been very clear here that I'm not a huge Mox or Dean Ambrose fan. That said, to his credit, he's like one of those, his character is, I know people compare him to Stone Cold, which I can't even fathom, (laughs) but if there's one comparison I'll make with Mox and Stone Cold, it's the dynamic of the anti-hero character, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's got this character that, for all intents and purposes, like, should not be a face. But he's loved. And not, 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 he shouldn't be a heel because he's does heel things. He's just an ultra-violent, don't-give-a-fuck, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's heel tendencies. But he's loved. So he walks that anti-hero <laughs> line. And it works for him, which is where a face-face match has a lot of potential. Yes, exactly. And Adam Page is exactly the type of face, especially right now, currently where his character's at, where he is, I have something to prove, and I don't give a fuck. I'm not taking disrespect anymore. And it's a very interesting dynamic of face versus face that almost never works but right here they've got this like special moment and i think that is super interesting right now and i'm very excited to see like where this goes and how it plays out and i hope that this current dynamic that they're in right now continues i don't want to see a fucking heel turn i was just gonna say that uh, spot on I don't want to see a heel turn because you don't need one, man. Nope. Let this continue, man, because guess what? At the end of this, they both come out bigger fucking baby faces. Yep. And, you know, however long they want to take this, however long they want to do this, they want to get one match, they want to get, like, a, a couple matches out of it with some, like, stipulations added or, like, a you know, a lights out, whatever. If they don't turn anyone and then the two of them like hug it out after, shake hands, whatever you want to call it, it's huge for both of them. But I'll even say maybe even more specifically, it's huge for Hangman, right? Yeah. Huge for Hangman. You get that Mox respect. Yep. Yeah. Mox respect. That's a rub that he doesn't have, man. And maybe that's the whole point of this, right? Right. Maybe, maybe that's the whole point of this. Who knows? Anyway, I just thought that's very cool and very interesting. And uh, I wanted to talk about it here because you don't see it very often. No, you don't. And I, yeah, man, I'm, I'm digging it. It's, I, I, I saw highlights. I didn't actually, I saw the brawl, you know what I mean? I didn't get to see everything leading up in a way that it all kind of panned out. But, you know. It's something, like you said, we don't see all the time because it usually doesn't work, but the dynamics of it are interesting. And this could be 
there's a lot of we specifically on this show for a long time took AEW tasks for not having stories, right? Like, yeah, for just throwing people in the ring, which is cool. You get good matches sometimes, but me in particular, I'm a story guy. I want a story to be told in the ring, outside of the ring, leading up to the ring, right? Like, I want the story of the match. I want the story that led to this match happening. What the reason is the bloodline. Perfect example is just amazing pro wrestling storytelling. And this right here, we're just getting into it. But man, I can see there's potential for this to be something special, even if it's a short term story, right? There's potential to make at least one, if not two of these guys bigger than they already are. Yes, exactly. And And that's exactly why I wanted to talk about this. And that should 100% be the point, right? Mm-hmm. This should be the point of every fucking story. Someone else who, in my opinion, just keeps catapulting himself up. AEW World Champion, MJF. Now, I have some things that I'm a little, I'm, I'm questioning a little bit, but we'll get into that. Um, I did see all of this. And that promo with the presentation of the Burberry belt. Triple B! <laughs> Holy cow. Um, all of it spectacular. Uh, this guy, and I know, like... The Conor McGregor suit? Yes. I'm better than you. <laughs> like, I know that this guy also is not everybody's cup of tea. We have some people specifically in our chat, Joe, um, that, like, kind of talk shit on him, right? Like, doesn't necessarily love his heel work, but I think overwhelmingly the majority enjoy what he does. Uh, you and I have been saying that this is, if he's not the future of AEW, he's definitely the future of someone, right? Because he let's knows just say he's, he's the future. What's that? Can we just say that? Yeah, he's the future. Yeah, straight up. We don't need to say the future of anywhere anymore. He's the future. Yep, yep. He knows what he's doing, and he does it very well, scary well for the experience and age of this individual, right? And he tells stories with his promos. He tells stories. Now, where I'll be critical, and this is just from an outside looking in as I'm not invested in AEW 100%, but I like MJF. And he's one guy I pay attention to. Um, I don't love that he came in, came back with the firm, right? Mm-hmm. And then immediately the firm turns on him uh-huh. for for what kind of was a what they said he got soft, like I, I don't know, like that, whatever. But I'll forgive that. But he has no reason to go after them. I like his reasoning, though I don't necessarily love that I'm not mad about it, like he's not mad about it. But I, I get it. Goes with the character. I get it. But then we immediately turn on Regal, who just turned on his, like, club, right? Yeah. So... Now we can get into the speculation here after this, but 
Well, we, we can't because the speculation is part of it, right? Well, yeah, it is. So let me just say this. If the rumor isn't true that William Regal signed a short-term deal or a long-term deal with a yes, short-term let's roll with that scenario first. opt-out, uh, and he's going back home, I'll just say it, to be fair, to WWE, where he never should have been fired from or released from. Uh, then this, I guess, this is fine. We'll write him off the TV. I'm okay with it. If he's not, if he's not leaving, I don't understand this because it's too many flip-flops of the turns, right? It's like big show level. And I'm not saying it's for one person. It's just, you. I don't want to see, well, this guy turned on this guy. It's, or this it's group turned on for this one. guy, and then this group turned on him, and then he's turning on him, but now he's turning back on this guy who turned on his group to turn so he could turn. Like, it's too much, right? Yeah, it's like the movie Wild Things, except without that dope lesbian scene. That's a dope lesbian scene. Yeah. If you were uh, born, mm-hmm. if you were a teenager when that came out, you mm-hmm. definitely masturbated to that on VHS. A few times. Yeah, probably owned it. <laughs> <laughs> and then also masturbated to it on DVD, <laughs> and then and then for and then never masturbated on the to it, and then never masturbated to it again because you were old enough to go to porn stores. That's right, oh. kids. We had to go to stores for our fucking pornography, and the DVDs were like sixty fucking dollars because they knew they fucking knew that you needed fucking jerk off material. And having a porn DVD, oh man. Oh, bro, it was like having fucking whatever. It was like having like gold, bro. You could fucking get whatever you wanted for a fucking porn DVD off your friends. You'd be like, look, man, it's gonna need to be an eighth of weed and a fucking twelve pack of beer. And you're gonna have to drive everywhere for the next three months. And they'd be like, fucking cool, man. I'll, here, I'll, let me borrow it for four days. And that's what it was like, man. That's what it was <laughs> like. It wasn't just like jerking off on your fucking to your phone anywhere. No, no, it wasn't like that. At all fucking had to work for your fucking pornography kids have no idea you just porn readily available fucking <laughs> masturbation material all the time like mike you have three sons that are going to be teenagers at the same time they're <laughs> oh all going to have God. phones there's going to be semen all over your fucking house <laughs> all over your house like everything in your house there's going to be straight up a four-year period <laughs> until the oldest one goes to college and even then you're going to have two Two more, right? No, nah, dude, you're gonna have like a decade. Oh my god, a literal decade, just I, like <laughs> everything in your house just being covered. I told even. I told Special K. I said, "Listen, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like preload you now. We got a while. We'll preload you now that like you find socks under the bed or stuff under the mattress, just leave them. Fucking leave them. Just Don't leave fucking them. touch socks or dirty underwear anymore. She's like, why? And I said, fucking well, don't. You're going to pick one up and it's going to feel like a baseball. And then she got it. She's like, oh my God, just shut up. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting you know. Just saying, man. Just saying. Stop looking under beds and under mattresses, man. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't. You're going to have to start being like, boys, gather your laundry. You're going to have to start doing room checks, Mike. Fuck. <laughs> I got a few years, so, you know. <laughs> oh. I can't imagine three teenage boys. Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Still probably better than three teenage girls. We'll just we'll just go with that. Uh, 
Man, that'd be a nightmare. Oh, you ain't kidding. Um, I'd go I, out fucking cigarette. I, come back. I, <laughs> I'm be honest. I completely lost track of everything we were just talking about. MJF. Uh, so oh, okay. too many turns. Yeah. Too many turns. And I agree with you. Way too many fucking like. With this one plot thread, right? Right. It's not that, that any one person has turned too many times. It's not a big shit scenario. It's just that right. within one plot thread, there have been entirely too many fucking turns. Right. That, and that's what I meant. I wasn't calling like, I meant the thread itself is like big show esque in his heel turns, um, heel face turns. Too many. Um, but other than that, man, like that's my that's my one criticism. And again. We can write this last one off if the rumor's true, right? Like it yeah. makes then it makes sense. Then it makes sense. Um, but man, how fucking good is this kid, right? Like how how Prodigy. great is his? It's funny to say while he's sitting here as AEW World Champion, how great is his potential, right? That's, yeah, like, right, like, have we even really? No, no. Have we even tapped it yet? I don't think so. Like, he's gotten better every year he's been on, like, let's just call it TV, man. Like, MLW's great or whatever, but, like. No, that's fair. uh, Since he's been on TV. We've watched him steadily improve, like, year after year. And let's just be real. The pandemic year was, like, it, it was unreal. It helped he, him. Yep. He, he he just, like, in a time when you needed someone that you could just hand a microphone to and be like, go out there for fucking 10 minutes. We got, we, we need to kill 10 minutes. Go out there and fucking talk. He fucking succeeded every fucking week. He made himself the most entertaining part of the show every fucking during the pandemic. Yep. It's easy to forget that, right? It's super easy to forget the pandemic because it was two years ago now. Isn't that wild? Now, wild? It was two years it ago now. Wild. Um, but like every year we've watched this dude just get better and better. And to think that, like, the, 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 if, he follows this trajectory, like where he'll be in five years. <laughs> Man, like he's gonna have people eating out of his fucking hand, and he already does. I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It could. <sighs> Man, bidding war twenty twenty four. That's not even like a joke. That's real shit. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, will... I don't want to say will. This man will absolutely use this run, however long or short it is, to do everything he can to increase his value. And look, I'm not going to sit... I'm a WWE guy, right? And I'm not going to sit here and say, well, this guy 100% is gone and going because I... Cause I Because that's what I want. But what I am going to say is if you don't think this dude's serious about I'm going to go where I get paid the most money, you're wrong. That's what he's doing. That's what he's going to do. So if. Deadass, like this is not a fucking character thing. 
if he's like, impressing the powers that be in Stanford, right, and they feel like, hey, this guy has made it to the point where I'm willing to give him major money, and if Tony Khan decides, like, hey, we're still going through growing pains here, and I can't match, I'm just going to throw it out like a, a, we'll just say, I'm not saying that, but like a Roman Reigns close to level contract, right? But WWE can, that's where he's going to go. Yes. So, I mean, and and I'm not saying that Tony Khan wouldn't match that. I think he'd be nuts not to. It's not like he doesn't have his, you know, I I know there's a, the whole business idea of money in money out. You got to make, but like the dude has the money to spend. If it's out of budget, it's out of budget. Spend it and make more money with this guy. Here's the one thing that Triple H always has to offer. WrestleMania. Or never will. Yep. (laughs) Fuck WrestleMania. Yep. Bro, you come here, I'm going to put the title on you at fucking WrestleMania. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, then. Uh, Like... And I mean, there was a time where you would have been like, no, I don't trust you, Vince. You tell people that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. No. But like, I don't know, man. It's a different era. It's a different <laughs> ball game, right? It's like, a... Yeah. Like, like, I give you a Roman contract and you fucking get the title and you take the cut. <laughs> I give you a Roman contract and I let you take the belt off Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. <laughs> you just sold me. <laughs> we'll even let you. Uh, we'll let you. Uh, I'm getting all tongue tied because you just had me like you just fantasy book something that you shouldn't have because we don't like to do that. But I'll even I'll even let you guys. Right, you didn't no even like that. That was like a possibility, the, and then right. it hits you, and you were like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. There's no issue on you guys calling back your time together in AEW and your feud. Do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. on on the great, yeah, dude. And that's the thing. That's what, even if the money can be matched, that's what could be offered. That could, could push it over. I'm not saying it's going to. I don't know if it will. I know that, I know that he's a WWE fan, and I know that he's, he wants to make the most money he can in the quickest amount of time, which is Look, what everybody's goal should be. That shit where he says, my personal hero, Triple H. That's true. That ain't a joke, man. That's no joke. That's real. No joke. Yep. That'd be the same as, honestly, me saying that, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm a huge Triple H guy. Have been. I, I I liked him when he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. So did not like him when he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I, I did. <laughs> you know what I did? Because my dad, what a good dad. He liked the heels and he loved mm-hmm. smug attitude. So mm-hmm. of course I gravitated towards it. Right. So I've been a I've been a Hunter Hearst Helmsley fan since Hunter Hearst Helmsley was a thing. So it, it's the same, man. If if I had option A and option B, and Option A was be the same, but had WrestleMania was being offered to me by my hero. Well, I'm going to go hang out with my hero. Yup. So, 
it's going to be very, very, very interesting. I also, I also find it interesting that Tony Khan lets him name drop so many. Ma- like, it's not just the WWE references, but literally name dropping Nick Khan and Triple H on an AEW promo. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, it's a little bizarre, right? Like, not in. Not even in the, oh, Vince would never do that way. Because, I mean, we've seen New Japan mentioned. We've seen Machine Gun Carl Anderson be mentioned as Machine Gun and as the New Japan champion, right? Like, we've done this even with Vince, with Mickey James coming out as the Impact Women's World Champion. But here's the thing. None of that stuff is tied to real life potentially hurting your company, right? Yeah, like, none of that's tied to a real life major player possibly abandoning ship for the other ship, and this is, and that's weird to me. It's interesting. I here's the thing that I think about it. Right, I think that Tony probably understands that this is a thing. This bidding war of 2024. Yep. Um, I think he's such a fucking mark for that, like, pulling the back type wrestling yeah. shit from the 90s. Because he's us, yeah. man. He's yeah. us. Yeah. He's yeah. us on a little bit of more, uh, like, on some pretty good cocaine <laughs> and with, like, billions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so like, let's be real. Like he's, and not that like we're fans of that, but I mean, like he's of our generation and our right. generation tends to fucking like that type of like, even though it ruined the fucking industry, but whatever. Um, like he's like, he likes that pull back the curtain type fucking shit. Like mm-hmm. I think like that, like that's why he lets like CM Punk talk at fucking media scrums while he sits next to him smiling. Like, like i think he enjoys that like that wink wink on tv type shit maybe but like he doesn't do a lot of that i so i can't i don't i can't base it on that this is just like a hypothetical thing like i think maybe he just likes the the, like the the wink wink of it all like right right no i i i hear you i hear you loud and clear it's it's going to be very interesting Either way, it's going to be enjoyable to watch, right? Oh, it's going to be a fucking blast. <laughs> uh, something else that was enjoyable to watch. I'm just throwing this out you blind, Mike. Did you get into Andor yet? No, I think that's funny you said that. After we talked about Willow, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to let Willow finish. And I'm going to start Andor now that it's finally wrapped up. I think that is a brilliant idea because... I'll tell you this, and I think we already discussed this, but watch watch the first three episodes back to back to back. Because if you watch the first one, and that's all, you'd be okay. You watch the first two and shut it off, you'd be like, all right, this needs to get somewhere. If you watch the first three, they're kind of like in three episode arcs. So, and the first two have to set a lot up to get to the third. And then... 
Mike, I'll just say this. It's my favorite. It's my favorite Star Wars uh, media. What? Yeah. It's better yeah. than Mando. What were you going to say? It's better than Mando. <sighs> I love Mandalorian. And, like, the character of Mandalorian is my probably my favorite Star Wars character right now. But for the overall, this is just such a different side of everything we grew up with that we never got to kind of see that it's like so intriguing to me. And that's kind of what I've heard about it. The bureaucratic side of the empire. see a lot of the political side of the empire. I've even seen... This is a big lore show, I've heard. Like, if you're big into Star Wars lore... Yes. This show has a lot of it. Yes, and I love... Let me tell you, my favorite episodes of Rebels and Clone Wars was when they got into lore. When they got into Jedi lore. When they got into Mandalorian lore. I love that shit. And this is, like, political lore. Rebellion lore. You know what I mean? Like, and it's done brilliantly i don't want to oversell it because sometimes that'll take away from your enjoyment i'll just say that like it's i i enjoy it so much that it ramped up where it just gets better as the show goes on so like if you're like by the end of the third episode you're like that was pretty good it's gonna get better and it's then gonna get better and then it's then gonna get better and you'll i think you'll enjoy it i'll be shocked if you don't enjoy it mike Oh, I'm I'm sure I will. I knew I would enjoy it when a friend told me they were like, I found out that the Empire has an army. And I was like, yeah, stormtroopers. And he was like, nah, bro, stormtroopers are not the army. They got (laughs) army and the stormtroopers are kind of like the Marines. And I was like, word, what? And he was like, yeah, man, you got to watch this fucking show. It's crazy. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to love the fuck out of this. I just been waiting on it to end. I forgot that it ended. Yes. Yep. Yep. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your uh, reaction to this. Other than that, Mike, is there anything else you want to say to these fine, fine people before we wrap it up? Um, Hey, Bullet Train is a dope ass movie. It's very fun. I will With have Brad to. Uh, yeah, I'm I'll have to check that out. Is it on a streamer or? Um, I think I rented it on Amazon, but I think it's about to stream on something. Okay. Anyway, pretty much have all of them, so I'll have to check that. It's a really fun fuck. It's a really fun fucking movie. That's all I've got, guys. Well, we say it every week, or I say it every week, and then Mike will say his. It's been real. It's been fun. We will catch you next time. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week. New episodes of Drive-By are available every Saturday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drivebypod. And follow us on Twitter at drivebypod. This has been a presentation of the Nearfall Network. Until next time, bye.